Hey everybody, I want to talk about a product and platform that I absolutely love and our latest sponsor, Interseller, the prospecting and outreach platform of choice for recruiters and sellers. Whether you're doubling down on business development or recruiting talent, Interseller does all the heavy lifting of finding contact data, automating the email and follow-up process, and syncs all that rich data into 20-plus CRM and ATS platforms. Reach out now and get going on a two-week free trial and let them know you heard about it from Adam on the podcast today. Check out the link on the website. Appreciate it. Welcome to the podcast, where we introduce you to incredible humans who share their journeys with the mission to inspire you to harness your own inner tenacity to drive your life and career forward. And now, your host, Adam Posner. Welcome, one and all, to the Pazcast Best of Miniseries. This episode, we're double dipping. This is the best of the greatest advice that my guests have received and shared with us on the show. I've asked over 250 amazing folks what the greatest advice that they've ever received is, and these are just a few of the answers that really stuck with me over the past year. First up, we have Luke Anderson, founder of Can Cannabis Beverage with some advice that some of us out there might need more than others. Getting straight to the point. Here we go. Don't be an asshole. I don't take action on it every day, but um, it, you know, the things I regret most about this journey are the times that I was an asshole to people, uh, to my friends, to investors when I was really stressed, to my teammates. Um, and you know, uh, no matter what, you can't force somebody to do something they don't want to do. You can convince them. You can lay options on the table. But people who are mean to people when they don't get their way, they don't win long term. Um, and and I've made mistakes and and have been, you know, an asshole at various points in my career. But the the more I realize that that doesn't serve anybody, um, the happier I get, and the more people want to work with me. Could have said it better, man. And and it, and it just resonates so deeply. You know, do things do things the right way. Treat people the way you know you want to be treated yourself. Next up, we have former music industry legend turned unorthodox scientist, Mr. Howard Bloom. Uh, side note, he's also been on Joe Rogan. Howard is a total force of nature in his thoughts, and he doesn't disappoint with the greatest advice he ever received. Check it out. The single greatest piece of advice I ever received was when I was named the editor of the literary magazine at NYU. I hated literary magazines. I was given no choice in the matter. Um, and I, uh, a kid saw me looking very confused in the hallway and invited me down for a cup of coffee. And I ordered a glass of water. I didn't know what have a cup of coffee means. And, um, and he said, if you could do anything you wanted with this magazine, what would it be? And that was the most important question I'd ever been asked. I mean, my answer was a picture book. Um, so if you could do anything with any aspect of your life that you wanted, what would it be? And in some instances, you will actually have the opportunity through dint of extraordinary persistence, absolutely extraordinary persistence to be that thing, do that thing, participate in that thing. With the next great advice in mind from Howard, I wanted to take the edge off a bit with our next guest. Connie Steele has some great, equally important advice about keeping things in perspective and celebrating your victories. Here's Connie. I'd say reframe your mindset to appreciate the small wins because it shows that you're making progress. I firmly believe in that. I don't think people celebrate the small wins enough. They're only no. thinking of the big ones, the big audacious goals. 
I think everybody has a tendency to do that because that is so tangible. So when people are like, how are you doing? How are you doing? Right. And they want the big, big win. And that doesn't happen all the time. Right. What if I'm like, I found my lost shoe in the closet today. My favorite <laughs> sneaker. I thought I lost it forever. Well, look, anything that we do, it takes all these little steps to get there. We could have never achieved. I mean, look at the business that you have. Uh, it, it doesn't happen overnight. It's it's one win at a time. It's this feeling. Micro I think wins. one one person said to me on my podcast it was um, the success that she had. She didn't realize it, but it was a feeling that she had to she was new that she knew she was on the right path. And this is the world's youngest lymphedema mm, yes. researcher, but she goes she was seventeen. Uh, when she kind of started finding the traction, but she started this whole process when she was eight. So when you're eight years old, like, how would you know what success is? You don't have hard, fast metrics of anything, but she just had this feeling that whenever she was doing something, it was what she was meant to do. Have you ever thought back to a conversation that just didn't go as planned and wondered, why the hell didn't this person understand what I was saying? Well, my next guest, Chris Doe, has went through the ringer with this issue a few times, more than he could count. And he's got some advice that may be simpler than you thought about how to remain heard. Check out my episode with Chris Doe. Chris, let's bring it home here. What is the single greatest piece of advice that you have ever received that you take action on every single day? It's probably from my business coach, Keir McLaren when I was working with them, he would say, say what you think. And I didn't know I could do that. So in my client interactions, there's the things that you want to ask, but you're afraid to ask because maybe you feel like unrefined and, and, and silly or dumb for asking those kinds of questions, or you might be seen as too aggressive. So when I wondered what the budget was, I never asked those questions and we would dance around it all the time. And then Mm -hmm. eventually I learned from his encouragement, just ask the client, like, what do you have to spend on this? And if they said a number that was really low prior to this, I would just like, hmm, okay, that's kind of weird. And now I just come out and say, I'm like, wow, that's a lot less than what I thought you were going to say. And I'm not sure how we could do what you want, given that it's a 10th of what it should be. What do you suggest we do? And this catches people off guard because they're not so used to people speaking so directly and so clearly that it messes them up. And they're like, uh, well, okay. And then they, then they tell you or they don't. And then you get a read on people and you get to decide now if you want to pursue this quote unquote opportunity or not. This next segment is really important to me on a personal note. Shelly Zalas gave me some wonderful advice coming from a successful woman on how to be the best possible girl dad that I could be. I want you to picture the moms, wives, girlfriends, daughters, and the other important women in your life playing this one back. Please share with them. This is fantastic. Shelly Zalas. I am a proud girl dad, as I was telling you before. I mean, even my company, my company is NHP. These are my daughter's initials. I named my company after my daughter, and I do it. Because I want to set an example for her. 10 years old, she's super involved in my world. She's a, one of my favorite co-hosts that comes on my show. I do it a couple times a year with her because I want to lead by example. And I want to be a good ally. And I want to show her, uh, as example, the, the, the right way that men, fathers, and husbands, and brothers should, should really help support the women out there. But what advice, I mean, what advice do you give to, to young women and young ladies that are entering the workforce to really empower them to speak up, stand out, break the rules and not be scared of any repercussions? Well, first of all, I, I, I think language matters a lot. And, you know, one of the things I talk a lot about is it's not about having a male ally. It's about leadership allies. It's about partnership allies. And I think it starts with 
allyship at home. And so find a partner at home that shares the responsibility. So if you share the responsibility at home, you will have a successful career. And that's how it starts. So tell your daughters to find a, you know, a great partner um, (laughs) that will allow you to have a successful life. So successful partnership Partnership. all around. And I, I think that's what it's really all about. And, and that's what I have. And the same with my family, my kids really have grown up seeing, you know, seeing that with, with my husband, you know, we are partners. It's not a, a husband wife relationship. We are partnership in life. And my kids have seen that strength and that's how they are now as adults. And lead, lead by example there. Yeah. And you know, you know, even for CEOs today, you got to get rid of the junk in the trunk so that you can, you know, today just close the door of inequity, open the new one of equality and just breathe fresh air. Like we all keep exactly. retrofitting. Just get rid of the concept of retrofitting. Like don't retrofit. Just start today. Got junk? Brian Scudamore probably wants to pick it up. And before he does, he drops some wisdom on the podcast about how he managed to build not one, but multiple successful franchising businesses out there, including 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Check it out. Brian Scudamore. Greg Brophy started a company called Shredit, billion dollar plus shredding company. And I called him up one day with some challenges I was having and he became a mentor and he's since passed on, but incredible human being. And he said the most impactful piece of advice he was ever given, which he then gave that gift to me, was never, ever, ever, ever compromise on the quality of people you bring into your organization. And I follow that constantly. I am so careful. I'm not always right. We had a, we had a fellow recently that we brought into the company uh, maybe six months ago. And I was the only person on the group of interviewers that said, I, I just, I don't have a feeling. This isn't, this, my gut says no. This person has turned out to be a rock star of rock stars. I'm not always right, but I'm careful. And we really are careful who we let into our organization to make sure that they add in a big way and challenge us and make us as an overall organization better. Hey, everybody. First, I'd like to thank you all for spending time with me and my guest on the podcast. This show is my canvas to showcase amazing people from the world of recruiting, entrepreneurship, and leadership, and unpack their career journeys for everyone to learn from. But this show is also a business generator for me, as well as creating thought leadership and endless amazing content. And I've taken what I've learned in the past three years and over 200 recorded and 100 live shows and distilled it down into a digital playbook that I call the Pause Course. Now you could learn how I build, manage, and produce the podcast and use it to drive real business development and relationships. Today, I'm sharing all of my secrets behind the podcast, and you can get it all at thepausecourse.com. This course is for anyone, whether you're starting out or an advanced podcaster using it for B2B or B2C. It's filled with all of my insights, learnings, tips, tricks, and templates. So get it now at thepausecourse.com and learn all my secrets. Thanks. As you're about to hear, Jasiri X is a gentleman that I met that represents true artistry. Jasiri is a rapper, activist, entrepreneur, and so much more. And here is his advice to live by. 
Dude, I, I ask all my guests these two questions because for me, this is my masterclass. This brings it home and ties it all together. Just Siri, what is, what is the single greatest piece of advice you've ever received that you take action on every day? Man. Mantra, so, something, you believe, something you start the day with, something that's always kind of that little birdie on your shoulder. Yeah, so, um, you know, I've been blessed to spend a lot of time with Harry Belafonte, who to me is the greatest artist activist of our generation. Uh, I think Mr. B is like 93. Um, he, You spend five minutes with him, he talks about Paul Robeson and Paul Robeson's effect on him as his mentor. And, you know, Paul Robeson said, artists are the gatekeepers of truth. And so I think about, like, when I come into the world, I'm an artist, I think about, like, my responsibility to make sure like the truth is a part of whether it be my art, whether it be my organizing, you know, that authenticity. So when we organize with like younger artists, we don't censor them. We have one rule and one rule is you got to speak your truth. If it's not true, get it out of here because that's our responsibility as artists. Leanne Hornsey has seen more than her fair share of tricky situations in the world of TA and HR. She inherited a mess at Uber during a time where allegations and layoffs were mounting. Here, she reflects on some advice that she got from an unlikely source that helped her through difficult times. I I don't know whether I received this advice or whether I learned it at Uber. So I can't tell you whether I received it, but I learned it. Um, And I've learned it, and and I've learned it from my own kids as well, actually. One of my, both of my kids are unbelievably naturally kind. They're kind-spirited and they assume good intent. And I don't know why they do that because I don't know that they got it from me. But I've watched them and I've watched what I had to do at Uber particularly. So two things, assume good intent. I I hate politics. I hate people that assume the worst of, you you know, this is my bias. People who assume the worst of others, that ain't good. Assume the best. If someone's acting like a jerk, find the reason why. Very rarely are people bad people. Very rarely. Very rarely. So assume good intent and be as kind as you possibly can. And and honestly, I believe I learned it too late in my career and I pass it on every single intern that we talk to, every single person that comes to Palo Alto Networks. Kindness is the one thing, the one thing that will differentiate this company I believe, from others. Some more great inspirational advice that just makes sense. Next up is Kathleen Griffith. And if you're one of those folks out there that's thinking about making a jump into your dream, you might want to pay attention to this one. Enjoy. If you were this successful doing what you don't love, imagine how successful you'd be doing what you do love. So it's a return to love for me. And we all, even if you're in a line of work that you love, you can deviate off center. Mm. You, can, you just keep deviating. And like a cruise ship, it's two degrees, three degrees, four Makes degrees. A big difference, and before you know it, you're in a wildly different place. And so I just keep coming back to the work that I love on this planet for the, I remind myself how few years I have left. And so if I'm only here, God willing, for another 50 years. <laughs> I've got a lot of work to do and I need to to stay in a a space of love. So that's that's where I'll also be the most successful. So that's Tamara Keeve. She's a Harvard trained lawyer turned coach. And that, that quote changed my life, got me to actually quit my job, but it's something that I keep front and center every day. 
Next up, we have Dave, the laundromat millionaire men's, a true product of defining his own success. Dave is a legend with some simple advice from his days back in church. Check this gem out. You know, the best piece of advice I've ever gotten is from a mentor of mine in a church I grew up in. And they said, you know what, Dave? Life isn't that hard. Just always do the right thing. It's usually pretty obvious. That's what they told me. They said it's usually pretty obvious what the right thing is. The difference is that sounds really easy, but the the right thing is almost always hard too. It's hard. Right? And, and I carry that with hard. me. I carry that with me as my guiding light to this day. And it's also a part of this book story that I want to tell is I've always done the right thing. I've never cut corners. I've never used others. I've never, never manipulated others. Every penny that I've earned in my life has been in, it has been as a result of servitude to others. I love it. And so I want people to know that we can have our cake and eat it too. We can. And cake is, cake is good. I love cake. <laughs> Check out some words of advice from Stephanie Sinclair. This is good stuff, folks. Yeah, put yourself first, which is something we as women don't do. Be willing to put yourself, your needs, and your desires first. Most of the time we wait until our kids are uh-huh. adults, they graduate, all these different things before we follow our dreams. And children... Husbands are not excuses to nope. not do what you desire. And I know that may seem really small, but that's huge because so many women decide I am going to wait on my dream because fill in the blank. Powerful words on controlling your own destiny. And in order to really control your own destiny, you got to be able to control what's going on inside yourself. Put much more eloquently by my man, Jay Rosenzweig. Here are some words on acknowledging what you can and can't control. Check it out. You can never control 100% what happens to you, what happens outside of you. Uh, But what you can control is uh, the insides. Your experience of life, misery and joy, which is what it all boils down to, is all coming from the inside. Um, And if you understand life from that perspective, you'll be able to handle anything that comes at you with the, with the utmost of grace. Slamming his way into the conversation. Up next, we've got wrestling and rock star legend Chris Jericho. Man, this is a cool one. And I'm pretty sure I wasn't the only one fangirling a bit to see this dude on the podcast based on my LinkedIn comment section. It's pretty funny. Chris dropped some really profound words, even if they were borrowed from Mr. Paul Stanley. Uh, and, and if you're out there, Putting in that real work, you're going to appreciate this one. Check out one of my favorite episodes of the past year, wrestling legend Chris Jericho. What's the single greatest piece of advice that you've ever received that you take action on every day? A mantra, something well, you repeat in your head, a little birdie on your shoulder. Paul Stanley said it in a movie when I was a teenager. I know Paul Stanley. He's a friend of mine. I've said the quote so many times that people think it's my quote. And every time it gets published as a Chris Jericho quote, Paul Stanley will text me and go, where's my royalty? And it's (laughs) the only people that tell you can't do something are the ones that have failed. The the people that have failed at their own dreams will tell you you can't do something. I, Chris Jericho, will never tell someone they can't do something because I did it. And if I can do it, you can do it. That's it. I wrote a book uh, called Noah's a four-letter word, a self-help book almost. And that's the whole concept. It's so easy to throw the word no around. I don't ever accept no. And everybody on my team that works with me, don't tell me why it's not going to work. If there's 99 ways it's not going to work, tell me the one way it will work 
and let's work on that. And if you can kind of have that attitude, you'll always succeed. No, don't take no for an answer. I really want to point out with this next guest that you guys should all check out not only my full conversation, but all things Perfecto Sanchez. This episode single-handedly is my favorite episode of 2022 on a lot of different reasons. You'll find that more when you check it out. He's about as honorable as it gets in terms of integrity, grit, and compassion. Here's some brief, but really powerful and authentic advice. Perfecto Sanchez on the podcast. Perfecto, let's bring it home here. What is the single greatest piece of advice you've ever received that you take action on every day of your life? Just give yourself some grace. And um, that was my, my platoon sergeant that taught me that of just, you know, and it's really bridges well from my, my grandmother's journal entry from 1984 of, you know, we're all humans, give yourself some grace. And that's what it's all about. It's like being human and remembering that we're just here to try to make the world a little bit better than, then we found it. Leaving off with the same gentleman, I'm opening my other best of show. Here is the legendary director, podcaster, comedian, and human being Kevin Smith with some really impassioned advice that I know that he lives by. Check it out. Kevin Smith. What, what is that key skill that somebody really needs to have to be successful in relationships from your perspective? Um, I mean, like, you know, everyone will tell you honesty and absolutely honesty uh, fucking works. But enthusiasm is what it is. Um, I don't know any movie don't thrive on enthusiasm. Yeah, money fuels a budget. But like if you have money and no enthusiasm, no movie happens. Enthusiasm is what passes the idea along like a virus. So when you come to play, maintain that enthusiasm. Now, sometimes it's difficult when you work for other assholes they control your day. So if motherfucker yells at you on set or it trickles down like that, suddenly it don't seem as fun. It's tough to keep you up in your enthusiasm. When we were making Kilroy, our, we were largely making it with the kids at, at in Sarasota at the Ringling College of Art and Design. And I would painstakingly take moments between takes to have long lectures where I would just be like, look, the fun that you're having here, the way you could come up to me and make suggestions, we joke around and stuff like that. That is what you should expect on every job. You won't find that on every job because that's not the way the business not is the working. Way the world works. You will need to maintain that enthusiasm in the face of assholes who make you feel like, why do I want to be in this business sometimes with their lack of enthusiasm or with their tyrannical nature on set or something. But if you're on one of those sets, stay, absorb, learn, but know that you don't have to be there. And that is not the way the business should run. You have been on a set that shows you the way you should be treated going forward because this makes the job fun, keeps you enthusiastic. It's just smart thinking. If you have an enthusiastic cast and crew, the work is fucking better. The quality is better, of course. I'm constantly showing them the movie while we make it. I'll stop to be like, here's some shit I cut last night. Let's watch it all together. Because the more juice they are about the experience, the better the product's going to be overall. It becomes something special, not because the director believes in it, but because everybody believes in it. So that enthusiasm is the best thing that you can bring to a set and maintain in a set and never let some motherfucker take it from you by being like, you know, oh, fucking go move a cable. You suck. You shouldn't be in the movie business. Bullshit. They shouldn't be in the movie business. They shouldn't be any in creative business if they're yelling at you. If people are yelling at you when you're making pretend for a living, unless they're yelling, get out of the way, a crane is falling, they are doing the fucking job wrong. 
So I'm telling you, man, it's keep whatever you feel, what brings you toward a thing in the first place is generally enthusiasm. You're like, I like this thing. And then you try to find out more about it. And then one day you get up the balls, the nerve, the fucking ovaries to try it yourself. Love it. You find like, I can do that thing. Never let any motherfucker take that away from you. They can't take it from you if you don't let them. I want to thank all my guests for sharing the cheat codes that they've derived from a life of doing, creating, and growing their respective missions. Without you amazing people, there'd be no podcast. And that extends all the amazing advice that didn't make the cut. Uh, we originally supposed to only include 10, but uh, my producer, Chris, can stop. And uh, <laughs> we say keep on going. And to my fantastic community of listeners, I thank you deeply for giving me a reason to bother over 250 people for 45 minutes at a clip so that I could create my own masterclass and share the learnings with all of you. You're all truly valued, and I intend to keep providing more awesome conversations for a very long time. And if you enjoy these words of wisdom as much as I did, please check out the full conversation to get the full effect at thepodcast.com. Check us out on Insta at NHP Talent. Shoot me an email, please, adam at nhptalentgroup.com. Tell me what you think of the show. Leave a review, rating. It goes a long way. My show truly dives into discovering what these folks are all about. And my team and I spend a ton of time doing the best job at every chance we have to speak to these amazing folks from around the world. I appreciate you all for listening, liking, and subscribing. Thank you, and have a great day. Wisdom is forever, but for us, it's time to go. Thank you for joining us. Luckily, we'll be back with our next episode soon, jam-packed with more incredible humans. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and sharing. To join the conversation, search The Pausecast on LinkedIn. And to catch up on past episodes and more info, please visit www.thepausecast.com. <laughs>